0: Okay, friends, welcome to episode number nine, Facebook Hacker Show, last one for the year. And what I wanted to do today is really wrap up, really nice and neatly in a bow, five strategies that I've noticed are trending over, obviously, this year, 2021, and that I think are going to be really, really important going into next year, 2022. So, first and foremost, if you are listening before the 1st of January in 2022, Happy New Year's. I'll just say Happy New Year's anyway. And I hope you have a wonderful, prosperous New Year's and um, you smash out all of those wonderful business goals that you've got for yourself because I'm sure you're probably hanging to hit some big benchmarks this year. As always, obviously, if you have any questions and you wanna know how we can help you, mentor you, get things started, moving in the right direction, getting more leads and sales from Facebook, TikTok and everything else in between, please reach out. You can email me at info at and we can have a chat about whether we can help you. And at the very least, it's half an hour, it's free and I'll definitely do my best to give you some really good value and ensure you leave with some strategies with a clearer head as well. So five strategies, tips if you want, uh, that I've noticed have been very consistently popping up this year and that I think are going to uh, arise and be very valuable for next year are as following. So... TikTok, if you've been following me, uh, watching me, listening to what we've been talking about, especially with some of our guests as of the past month or two, you know, I'm quite bullish, quite aggressive on TikTok. It's just so underpriced. It's very cheap. Um, I don't want to ramble on about it too much. But essentially, we've developed what we're donning, the TikTok tag team strategy, which is a culmination of two platforms, three technically, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and using them in conjunction with each other, as we have been for, I dare say, maybe the last 10 weeks, very, very aggressively. And it's been working really great. So, if you're familiar with retargeting, essentially what we're doing is if we can find uh, cheaper traffic and leads or inquiries or sales, if you're in e commerce, in our top of funnel campaigns across Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, uh, we're spending quite a bit of our budget and a, and a large percentage of our budget, I should say on remarketing through TikTok and Facebook. Uh, I would dare say at least 50%. And that's been working extremely well for the entire year, not just the last 10 weeks. So much so I dare say that if you asked uh, any marketer, Facebook or anywhere else in between that does remarketing, they might give you a similar figure, if not higher, that retargeting is pulling a lot of sales and a lot of leads in. And so just ensure you've got those in place. Now, where the tag team element of this TikTok tag team strategy comes in, is if we can find, again, uh, cheaper campaigns on Facebook and Instagram, then we'll run those. Otherwise, what we are doing is we're running quite a quite a great deal of our cold traffic and campaigns from TikTok because it is so cheap, you know, th- at least half if not three to four times cheaper than your average Facebook campaign. And because we're running all that cold traffic to a website or a lander, Uh, we're only retargeting across Facebook and Instagram. So utilizing all of those placements, like obviously Facebook mobile newsfeed, Instagram mobile newsfeed, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, um, basically all placements as is what we select And, and running quite heavy in those budgets on Facebook and Instagram. So what that does is it reduces obviously the cost to get people to a website or a landing page, still using a conversion objective. It's not like we're just running traffic campaigns, And um, getting cheap traffic just for the sake of it. Still looking for those higher intent um, uh, website traffic visitors, I guess you could say. And so it reduces the upfront cost, the top of funnel cost to get people uh, just aware of your business, what you're doing, and getting an understanding as to what problem you actually solve, and then going quite heavy into retargeting across your Facebook and Instagrams as well. And just to sort of cover it off really quickly, because it's going to become relevant, I know you might be thinking, TikTok, you know, is it only just kids dancing on this platform? And it's not the case. Um, if you've played around, you should be starting to play around with TikTok in terms of the advertising platform and understanding what type of content gets a lot of views and engagement. You can select age brackets. So if you have an assumption, as I'm sure a lot of people have this speculation that, you know, why would I advertise my business on TikTok? My my customers aren't on TikTok. And I will put that to bed and help you rest easy with one simple example in that our solar company is getting an enormous amount of leads extremely cheaply on TikTok. So I honestly believe that if a solar company can have a good amount of success on TikTok, we select the correct age brackets, basically 30 and above. You can use interests if you want, but we're using quite uh, broad interest targeting sorry, broad targeting across there. But if you're worried about getting your ad in front of kids and you don't want that, simply exclude them from your targeting. So that's your solution to that problem. So that's a TikTok tag team strategy. It's a bit of a alliteration going on there. And again, just to tie that neatly in a bow, what we're doing is we are pushing a lot of our cold top of funnel traffic on a conversion objective from TikTok. And we're quite heavy in retargeting and remarketing across Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, but uh, it's a really good strategy that's working really well, has been working really well for the past 10 weeks. So that's going to be one I really recommend for a lot of you trying out who have already say got some stable campaigns running across other platforms, not just socials like Facebook and everything else. Definitely something to try out. Strategy number two is watching CPMs, watching your cost per thousand impressions. And not just watching them for the sake of it, but what we are using CPMS for, and have been doing all of this year, especially with iOS updates, is we're using CPMS to identify or get early detection of underperforming ads, campaigns, audiences, and ad creatives. So much so that some of our uh, some of our campaigns and some of our ad creatives were actually killing off um before we end our testing cycles so some of you might know we like to test at least four days at a time so we run a campaign set it up let it run we don't touch it for four days cpms have been a really good way to get an early detection that within 48 hours two days especially with larger budgets you know if you're spending 500 dollars a day like some of our um some of our e-commerce clients especially um you know Two days, that's a thousand bucks. And if it's not working, then that's a thousand bucks potentially down the drain. So, and that's double that if you leave it running for four days. So, we've been using CPMs as an early indicator to see whether the creative is favored by Facebook, whether it's engaging to the audience that we're targeting, and obviously whether it's producing sales. And that's been working really, really well. So, keep that in the back of your tool belt, your Batman's utility belt. Because so I think it's gonna be really important coming into 2022 and probably the whole of next year is just watching that CPM figure. And in Facebook, it's uh, I think it says CPM as an abbreviation. And then in brackets, it says cost per thousand impressions. So just how much it's costing to put the ad, um, to show the ad a thousand times, which is a really good metric to watch. So definitely watch that one. That's tip number two. Uh, tip number three is more around the creative and what we've really seen shine through in some of our clients' campaigns and definitely my campaigns as well, if you've seen some of mine. And that's using more of the selfie style videos. So literally just flicking up the selfie cam on your phone, hitting record on video and having a chat with the camera, having a chat with your audience. Those styles of creative have been working really, really well this year. It kind of comes and goes in in waves almost. Uh, albeit video creative was definitely all the rage last year and most certainly probably peaked out in 2019, I think, from memory. And I think that trend's going to continue and it's kind of being driven by the general content that's being consumed on platforms like TikTok, which is basically all selfie camera, right? Uh, so that's really, really good, really good. And just a side note, TikTok has taught us so much about like amazing styles of content. I just really cannot recommend enough. Even if you scroll, not mindlessly, but with intent to scroll through TikTok and just see what sort of ads you get presented with, it's some of the most different and out there style creators you'll ever see. And you can bring those learnings into Facebook advertising. I definitely recommend doing that. Just don't get caught in a rabbit hole of um, dancing videos or cat videos like I do. So tip number three, using more selfie style videos. Tip number four is a really different one. So if you recall, what was it last year, August in 2020, maybe even before that, uh, Facebook announced that there was no longer going to be a 20% text rule, which means that you could use more than 20% of text within an image that we're using, right? And um, I tested that with an ad. Some of you might have seen it, and all I literally did was I literally wrote a whole novel, not a whole novel, but I don't know, maybe like 200 words in an image and run it as an ad just to test whether it actually ran, and it did, and um, so that was interesting. But we obviously pushed that out and tested that through thick and thin to get an understanding as to, okay, just because we can use more text in images, is it going to perform though? And it's been kind of intermittent, but one thing I – can say with absolute certainty, at least with the 30-odd brands that we've worked with this year, uh, is that flat images with no text have worked really, really well. Not sure why. I, I Maybe because it's easier to connect with the image, assuming that you are using an engaging image. Uh, side note here, images with people in them smiling, maybe your clients, customers, maybe you uh, tend to perform really well because Facebook can read those images. You can Um, uh, it's on my Facebook page. It's really buried from like 2018, I think it is. But I did a video on how Facebook reads the images. And I had an image of myself outside that I was showing how Facebook has tagged my image as to to what it's seeing in my image. And I'm standing outside in front of a coffee shop and it's early morning, it's a very blue sky. it's It's a very wonderful morning and I'm standing there with a coffee cup. And Facebook has tagged my image as one person, outside smiling uh, coffee or beverage, I think it was. That's crazy when you think about it because if, if Facebook can read those images in depth and I dare say three years on, it's only reading images more in depth, then it makes sense to use some of those images that have a positive feel, Or energy about them you know what i mean obviously someone smiling if facebook can read that it's going to be like oh that's going to create a positive response on facebook we need more positive positivity in facebook so let's give them more reach for less that might be one of the reasons why we've found these flat images when i say flat i just mean images with no text on them have worked really well for us this year and i really think that's going to be a driver of a lot of creative going into next year as well and not full professional stuff either like I know a lot of business owners seem to think that you need to have a full professional photo shoot uh, in order to run some of these images as ads and it's really not the case. Like We just get our clients to take a photo of them perhaps with a nice background to something that pops in terms of the contrast between Facebook's um, whites and blues. You might use a green or a red or something that obviously pops in contrast to that And those work really well, just even images that clients have sent to us and had shot with them in action working or with clients smiling. Like there's really no wrong answer. It's really just a case of testing that out for at least four days, unless your CPMs detect otherwise. So that's tip number four. And last but not least, tip number five here is simplifying campaign structures. So I guess depending on how familiar you are with, maybe going back two or three years ago, the the structure of campaigns is simplified and should have simplified dramatically, especially with, again, iOS 14 has driven a lot of um, us marketers to move towards simplified campaign structures. So instead of running, say, a top of funnel cold campaign that is going out to only new customers and people seeing you for the first time and excluding everyone who has had an interaction with you and then creating another campaign that might be quote unquote middle of funnel, which is to you know present them with a product or familiar familiarize themselves uh, with one of your products or services, and then bottom of funnel third campaign, which is obviously retargeting, uh, presenting them with an offer or a discount or, or a promotion to pull in those people who are aware that you have a service or a product and just kind of getting them off the fence and getting them to make that decision to reach out and buy or purchase or do business with you. So, I mean, three campaigns doesn't sound super technical, but it can go down a rabbit hole very, very quick as I'm sure some of you marketers out there would attest to. And on top of that, you would have a campaign for testing ads out, testing different creatives, because obviously if you've got a campaign that's working well, you don't want to mess with it. So it's not... Uh, reset the learning phase obviously not a great thing and so what we're doing these days is just two campaigns maximum of three very simple campaigns one's cold and one's retargeting and that's pretty much it even our cold campaign only just has a a separate ad set to test different creatives so um, and we're using what we call an ad set level budget meaning that even if we put new creative into this campaign, it's not gonna reset a learning phase because it's um, it's somewhat separate, but in the same campaign without being too confusing. And then just having one retargeting campaign and that's retargeting a uh, bunched custom audiences for smaller business owners. Um, depending on how much website traffic you've got, you might move it out to say, yeah, I don't know, people who have made an inquiry, but not purchased or have added a product to the car but not purchased. But for the majority of business owners, especially here in Australia, I'd say um, you probably find just bunching audiences of people who have engaged with your Facebook page, engaged with your Instagram page. And that includes obviously engaging with the ads of those pages as well. Been to the website. Maybe they're on an email list. Um, interacted with some of your Facebook videos. Um like uh, we are literally bunching all of those into one retargeting campaign and pushing at least 40, 40 to 50% of our budget into those with a good amount of success. So that's the, f- the fifth and final tip there is simplifying your campaign structures and I really do believe that's still going to hold true and going to be consistent going into 2022 without having to dive into the whole top of funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of funnel, like it can just get really mind-numbing very very quick. So, I hope you enjoy those five strategies my friend. Um a happy a very happy new year to every single one of you as I mentioned earlier. Um I hope you have some massive goals this year for your business and I hope you absolutely crush them. Again, those five strategies are TikTok tag team strategy. Just ensure to watch your CPMs, using more selfie style videos, more flat images with no text, and obviously simplifying your campaign structures. So uh, this is Rebel Locken here signing out for the, the basically the last day of 2021. And I'll pull to you soon.